Hi, and welcome to We Can Be Real. I started this podcast because nothing makes me happier than connecting with people that I know and love and getting to share experiences and insights with people that I'm meeting here for the very first time. I'll share my own stories and invite guests to join me in conversations that will hopefully make us laugh, make us feel seen and understood, and will come away with more knowledge and information that can help us in one way or another. Here we go. Hi, and welcome to We Can Be Real. Today, I'm going to talk about core values and how they can change over time. I've been doing a lot of research about this, and everything that I hear and listen to talks about your core values are what drive you. And that really has been true for me. And you guys can get back to me on whether this has been true for you. But my core values were always, there's so many and I'm realizing now that there's more than I even thought about because I, I didn't ever I didn't think about it. It just was something that I, I never thought about my core values now that I am able to reflect. And I do this, I coach for a living. So clearly I'm reflecting on clients and reading and understanding what drives us. My core values were always connection, family, friendships, all of that. But truly, if I'm being honest and open and not afraid to sound like an old-fashioned lady, my values were, my core value was around being a wife and mother. And everything else was extra for me. And my children are now grown. So that role has changed. These young women are my, obviously my daughters and we're close and they're my good friends as well. And I'm still their mom, of course, and now grandma. So that's changed because they're adults and they don't need me in that way. And that's a beautiful thing. And my husband is no longer here. Gary died three years ago. So that role, everything has shifted. Really all I wanted to be, and that sounds terrible, or I don't care, I guess I can't care how that sounds. All I ever dreamed of was to be a wife and mother. And that was satisfying and gratifying for me. And I did more, obviously. I, I became a coach. Talk about that. And I had a jewelry business that was fun. It was a hobby business. So I always liked having a side thing. I always liked having, making money. I always liked contributing to my family's financial life and my own. But my really, the only thing that really truly mattered to me was my husband and my children and my my friends. My friends are like my family. But at the end of the day, that's really all that mattered. And my marriage was the most important thing. Raising my children was clearly my priority, but I knew that my children were going to grow up and they were going to have their own lives and husbands and families. And my marriage was central to me. And I shared this with someone recently, a client. She said, oh, but you started because she's also a widow. And we talk about things that are relevant for both of us and that it's encouraging for her to hear my story because I am doing pretty well, I have to say with a lot of work, but I, but I am. And she said, oh, but you started, you're a coach. You had to, you had to have a career. Yes, I have a career. And yes, I went back to school at 50. I went to NYU to become a life coach. And that's been fantastic for me. But really, I was a wife. I was Gary's wife and I was a coach. It wasn't, I was a coach and I was also a wife. The priority, the core value was my role as a wife. And I was 
you know, every morning, what do you, what do you want to do for dinner? What are we doing for dinner? What are you doing later? I'm working until this time. What time will you be home? It was central. So now with adult children and with a, no longer being part of that partnership, I had to really reevaluate what are my core values? What drives me? And that's been really interesting for me. I can't say that it's been sad for me because I'm sort of excited by the challenge. I'm not looking at it as, oh God, what do I do? And I, and I guess a couple of months ago, before I started the podcast, about six months ago, when it was just incubating in my mind, I guess I did on some level without really digging that deep. I used to say early on when I started this, I have this big gaping hole in my life and now what do I do? I guess really what I was saying, my core values sort of have to switch now because if I value being a wife the most and being a mother the most, and now those roles are no longer necessary or one is not necessary, they don't need me as much and one is, he's gone. What do I do? And what are other core values that I can focus on? So I thought that might be interesting to share with you and it might motivate some of you to really do a deep dig and do a deep dive and think about what it is that are your core values because things shift. And if you stay locked in, core values are what you treasure most in life. They are our essential foundation. Well, if your essential foundation of what you value most in life is either non-existent because they're not here anymore or something has changed, let's say your core value was your career, driven, make, building something, growing something, making money. And for some reason, your company closes or you, you shift or you can no longer able to do that same job. If that's your core value, what do you do now? So I've been thinking about all the things that are important. And there's such a long list of core values that I didn't even think of these as core values. And, you know, love is a core value, whether it's a partner, whether it's an animal, a pet, a child, a coworker, a friend. Having that core value, yes, my husband's not here, but that core value of deep love that I feel for people, clients, I have deep love and caring for clients. I, that is a core value and that doesn't have to change. So whether we are alone without a partner, that core value of what I'm made up of and most of you are made, I'm sure all of us are made up of, of that. If you tap into it and know that it doesn't have to be with a partner. You can have love and feel love for lots of different things and lots of different people. Another one, humility, acknowledging that you're not perfect. I never even knew that that was a core value. And it certainly is one of mine, but I never gave it time to think about things like that. I was so busy being a wife and mom. I was not as reflective, self-reflective and having humility, focusing on, on having that. Another, peace. Just having peace, that is certainly a core value of mine, having had a tumultuous life. Children, blending a family, that certainly doesn't always feel like peace. So now striving for peace, just calm. Having calmness is a core value. Getting up and knowing, okay, what can I do to have a full day, a nice day, a great day, but a calm day. Sure, you want to have a little bit of a, an adrenaline rush. And you know, a friend was sharing with me, she's reading a book called Highly Sensitive People, and, which I have not read, but she's loving it. And she was telling me that just being in a state of arousal 
to me, I thought arousal, that's a sexual term for arousal, but it's not. It's finding things that excite you. That's a core value. I like having calm and I like having peace, but I also like having something that gets me excited and that I'm aroused. So being in a state of arousal, another value of mine, having purpose. And some people are triggered by that because not everyone has a purpose. And does that mean that your life is not full of meaning? It's not that at all. But having a purpose, whatever that purpose is, maybe that purpose is making your home beautiful, making your bed in a nice way, whatever the purpose is, you know, tidying up. It doesn't have to be a grand gesture, but I do, I will say, and I recommend finding something that really does turn you on, excite you. Here it is, it's 7.30 in the morning and I woke up and I felt driven to have this episode. I knew that I was going to speak on values, but I certainly didn't know I was going to wake up and in my pajamas want to do this. It's purpose. It's a drive. So give yourself, think about it, reflect, journal. I also recommend, I did a journaling exercise, a workbook that another one of my wonderful friends recommended called The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron. It's about tapping into your creativity. I so recommend it. It was life-changing. She recommended it right before I started the podcast. And I said, I'm not creative. Why would I do that? And she really pushed it. And she said, Ellen, of course you're creative. We're all creative. So if you're looking for something, if you're looking for purpose, if you're looking for more, check that out, check that workbook out. I didn't read the whole book. I took the, I did the abbreviated version and I just did the journaling workbook. And I journaled every day for 12 weeks, three handwritten pages every morning before I did anything else other than make my coffee, because I'm not going to journal without a cup of coffee. But that was true. So have, having purpose for me is a core value. Having acceptance of your situation, another value. Wake up knowing this is my situation. Don't avoid your situation. Lean into it. This is where I am right now in my life. I accept that. What can I do? to take on the parts that I want to keep? What can I do to change the parts? But having true acceptance of your situation, I think that can motivate you to enjoy, motivate you to enjoy what you have and motivate you to change some of the things that are real for you that aren't working. Discipline. People also balk at that. I remember discussing with a client, you know, having discipline and he was, he didn't like that. He thought it sounded punitive. And people react to that in different ways. It can be a trigger. And for me, having being disciplined in my life, that's something I'm proud of. I am disciplined. I'm disciplined with my exercise. I'm disciplined with my eating. I'm disciplined with how responsible I am to my relationships. And that is something that I'm proud of. And there's, it's an important core value. I don't think there's anyone that is successful in anything that they do, if they're not disciplined. There's no way. There's no way. So find that. Develop that as a value, as an important value. For me, it's definitely another core value that I didn't even realize how important that was to me because I was so busy focusing on being, in quotes, just a wife and mother. There was so much more that I never really even thought about. That's an important one. Tapping into creativity. We all have it. We all have it, whether it's how you set up your home, whether it's how you make a dinner, how you set a table, how you relate to people at work, 
how you relate in your conversations. When someone comes to you with a dilemma, a problem, maybe you have to come up with a creative response, something to help them navigate their situation. So understanding that value, the value in that also a great thing to focus on because you have that in you. Leadership, core value. Who can you influence? What can you do in your life that may influence the people around you? Community, that a core value. Connecting, who do you connect to? What can you do to connect more? That can be so helpful. Balance, who even thought about balance, how important that is. Finding balance, all things to strive for. Responsibility, people are afraid of responsibility and having things that you're super responsible for. Yeah, it can be overwhelming. And we all, you know, can lament about, oh, I have to do this. I have to do that. I have to do this. If you think about all the things that you're responsible for and you think of them in a way that makes you proud of what you take care of. I know for me, I'm taking care of things that when Gary first died, I was overwhelmed with what I had to take care of, almost angry or combination of sad, frustrated, overwhelmed, probably a little pissed off that I had to do all of this. And I wasn't in a position that I can hire people to take care of a lot of the things that I needed to take care of myself. So I'm taking care of things. And honestly, I feel so proud about that. So maybe Another thing to do as a developing another core value or paying attention to it and embracing it, taking on responsibilities and not looking them as overwhelming, looking them as something that you can be proud of and to focus on. Knowledge. I've never really been a particularly curious person. I'm still not a particularly curious person. That's honest. And now I'm starting to embrace knowledge as a core value. I don't want to know everything about everything. I'm not an information collector on things that don't interest me, but I'm really trying hard and I'm understanding that knowledge is power. It makes you a more well-rounded person. Even playing golf with my daughter last week, my nine holes, I can barely hit. I did connect on every ball, so I'm proud of that. But I did that with her. And you know, when people would talk about golf, I didn't understand any of it. What's a birdie? What's a par? What's a this? And after our nine holes, I really, I still don't know which club is for which, except for the driver. I know it's the big one, which you hit first, but I have a better understanding. So I'm in a room and people are talking about even the golf game. I know a few things and that knowledge made me feel better about myself. I can sit there and not hide away because I know nothing about it. It feels more powerful to know more, to pay more attention. So these are all the things that you know, I'm sure there's certainly a lot more and I, I can go on and on, but these were the ones that resonated the most for me. And instead of looking at my life as emptier, because it is certainly emptier. I, I had a, a human being that when I was a partner and I was responsible and he was responsible and all of that. I'm not looking at it as, oh my God, this unbelievable loss and there's nothing to fill it with. Now I'm looking at it as, Certainly that change for me and that core value is different, but it doesn't mean that there's an emptiness. I'm now looking at it as a place to fill that spot with all these other things that are important core values for me. So food for thought, and I hope you take something away from this and I'd love the feedback. 
and thanks for listening and I'll see you next time. Have a great day. If you like what you're hearing and would like to work with me, you can reach out through DM or email at ellengschweitzer at gmail.com. Unlike many coaches, I don't have packages that I sell and people have to commit to three months of working with me. My feeling is people come session at a time. If you're finding value in our sessions and want to keep coming back, then you do. I help people with loneliness, developing healthy habits, self-esteem, and grief, or anything else that makes us human. Again, you can reach me through DM or at lngschweitzer at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening to We Can Be Real. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, I would be so happy and appreciative if you would leave a review wherever you listen. Like and follow the show and share it with someone that you think would enjoy it too. To learn more about the podcast and about me, find me on Instagram at Ellen Schweitzer underscore life coach or my website, ellenschweitzer.com. See you next week.